the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. That's called being imitators of Christ. God gave an invitation and an invitation to all his children who he loves dearly. After being born again, God gave the admonition and invitation to all his children to be imitators of him and to live our lives like Jesus did. Well, since our being imitators of him is God's plan for me and you, then being imitators of God ought to be what our plans are for ourselves too. And being imitators of Christ is how we do what God wants us to do. We ought to purpose within ourselves to do everything we can do to be the imitators of Christ like God wants us to be and do. Each and every one of us who are born again ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that God wants our lives to represent and demonstrate. So we can demonstrate to everybody in this world that it's the life that's lived in Christ, that's the life that should be lived by every man, boy, woman, and girl, so that that can happen. God told us what needs to happen. We need to live our lives being imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. transgressors also the law for sin is the transgression of the law he's telling you what sin is it's the transgression of the law the word transgression means to go beyond the stated boundaries to go beyond the stated boundary and that's what the law sets up is the stated boundaries the word law means teachings it means doctrines which means God gives you teachings and doctrines that you should be able to live your life by because that's why he got us a bible so that we can on this we can rely we can know that this is the truth and this is what we're supposed to live according to so we don't worry about what public opinion is. We only want to know what the word is that's his. Because once we know what he says about a matter, then that's what we're supposed to do with the matter. Then the boundary is supposed to live our life by. See, when God delivered you, that one of the things that word deliver means is to bring into safety. To bring into safety. Well, God wants to bring you into safety. But safety is within the parameters of the word that he gives you. That if you live within the parameters of the word that God gives you, safe is what you're going to be and safe is what you're going to do. But if you decide to step outside of the parameters of what God said to you, you are now in the line of fire, in the crosshairs of the devil, and he can be able to take you out anytime he wants to. Are you listening? Or play with you until he threw. That's why God's trying to deliver us into the parameters of his word and be able to live according to what he heard. But if we transgress, go beyond the stated boundaries. Notice I said stated boundaries, not unclear boundaries, stated boundaries, not boundaries I didn't know nothing about, but stated boundaries that God states what his boundary is. He don't leave it up to me and you to be able to figure it out for ourselves. 
because the Bible says that every man thinks he's right in his own eyes. Are you listening to me? The Bible says there's a way that seemeth unto, that seemeth uh, right, but the end thereof is the, is, is a ways of death, ways of death. There's a bunch of ways of death can come at you. If you just do one thing you ain't supposed to do, that's why God said, I love you enough to give the parameters that you should walk within and live this thing out like I tell you to and everything else. See, sin is stepping outside of the stated boundaries. It's stepping outside of the stated boundaries. Why? Because these things were stated. They were written so that you don't sin. So that you don't have to be able to do that. You choose to go outside of that. That's what you're going to do. He said that's the one that commits sin. That word commit right there means to make or do. To make or do. Which means if you make, make a sin or do a sin or do something you ain't supposed to do, then that's what happens. But it's in the widest sense. That's why it also translates some other things too that's powerful. It also translates continue. Which means that this is the person that will continue to sin. We ain't talking about somebody just made a mistake one time and then they messed it up and you know, stuff like that. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about somebody that just continue to sin. In fact, it means continue and continue without delay. This is the person that continues without delay, which now see you're delayed because something is holding you back. You're delayed because something is slowing you down. But this person is moving forward with nothing slowing them down. They just running smack dab into some stuff. I mean, head first into stuff. They picking up speed. <laughs> trying, trying to get to some sin. Are you listening to me up in here? Like we used to do. Come on, you know that was y'all. Mm-mm. On your way to the sin. Can't wait to get there. Praise God. Verse 4. He said, whoever committed sin, that's the dude that's transgressing also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. And ye know that he, who, that he was manifest, speaking of Jesus, he was manifested to take away our sins. In him is no sin. So he's, Jesus came to take away our sin. So if we were sinning and it was taken away, we ain't even got it to sin no more. God said, I want to take it away from you. That word take away right there means to, to life up. It actually means to lift up, but it, it translates also to life up. I like that. It means to lift up. Let's start with lift up. He, God wants to lift you up. But in order to lift you up like he wants you to do, he needs to life you up. That's why he wants to fill you with the word of God, which is full of life. Because when he fills you with the word of God, which is life, God wants to life you up. Somebody say, Lord, life me up. Praise God. Because when you life you up, you lightens you up because you're the children of light. And as he lightens you up, you begin to go up into the life that God has in store for you. Because you're stuck in this world living like the rest of the world do. But God wants to life you up. Everybody say, life me up. God want to life you up and take you into a new life that he has in store for you. Far above all the principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in this world. Far above all the foolishness that everybody else is going through. Far above poverty. Far above sickness. Far above all the stuff that's tearing up families too. God want to life you up. Somebody say, Lord, life me up. God want to life you up. Are you listening to me? By lifting you up and lifting away that sin from you. We see, as you lose that sin that's holding you at bay, that's when you begin to start lifting up into the life that God has to say. It also translates to say, take up and away. That's what Super used to, Superman used to say a long, long time ago. Praise God, I mean, a long, long time ago. That's back when he was on the radio. He wasn't even on TV yet. Praise God, amen. Up, up and away. reason why he used to say that, because they was on the radio. You couldn't tell when he was flying. Praise God. So he had to tell you that. Up, up and away. Praise God. Then you know he's flying. Praise God, amen. Anyway, some of y'all say radio, just don't worry about it. Just, just move on. Praise God. 
they had, there was time a TV didn't exist. Yeah. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's just move on. Everybody said, my God, how old is he? Praise God. That ain't your, ain't your business. But I like this. It also translates remove. God wants to remove the sin from you. He wants to remove it from you. Why? Because it's on you and he's trying to get it off of you. He's trying to get you to be able to move forward into what he has in store for you. Figuratively, it means to keep in suspense. He wants to keep the sin, the sin in suspense. What does that mean? It's like in the fall. You know, those two weeks in San Antonio called fall. Praise God, you know them two weeks. Because all you're getting in San Antonio for fall is two weeks. Praise God, that's about all you get. Hurry up and watch it, praise God. Because that's all you get, two weeks. That's when the leaves fall off the tree. Praise God, you get about two weeks for that. Praise God. You know, we get, we get two weeks of fall, maybe about a month of winter. Praise God, which is like intense fall. Praise God, amen. And the rest of it's summer. Praise God. Just different temperatures of summer. That's all. Blessed be there. Anyway, fall is when the tree, when the leaves fall. Now, see, I came from Michigan. In Michigan, you see the trees fall, leaves fall all the time. It's beautiful. When the leaves fall, they don't just fall like splat. They go, they float down until they land. All the time period where they're floating is called suspense. They're in suspense. Where is it going to land? When's it going to land? It's in suspense. Once it lands, it settles right there. See, that's what sin wants to come in. It wants to come into your life. Ease into your life. Subtly get into your life. Until it lands in your life. But God said, I want to cause sin to be in suspense. Whereas when it try to land, you can be able to make sure it keeps from landing in the middle of your life. I'm going ahead in my teaching by because it's what comes out your mouth that keeps it in suspense and keeps it from landing in the middle of your life. But I ain't going to get into that right now. Verse 5, verse 5. And you know that he was manifested. Speaking of the Lord, he was manifested. He was rendered apparent or visible so that you could recognize him to take away your sins, to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him, sinneth not. Now, that's good news. So that means if we abide in him, then we'll sin not. Whosoever sinneth, have not seen him, neither known him. Now, I told us three powerful things right there. Thing number one is that if we abide in him, then we won't sin. Number two, then when we do sin, it's because we haven't seen him, neither have we known him. Let's work through those. Whosoever abideth in him, sinneth not. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to abide in him. That word abide right there means to stay in a given place, state, relation, and expectancy. To stay in a given place, state, relation, and expectancy. God wants you to put you in a place where you stay in that place. Come on, Kizzy, stay put. He wants you to stay in that place. He wants you to stay in that state of mind, in that state of existence. He wants you to stay with that relationship to what it is that, to, to him like you're supposed to. And stay in the expectancy that you have to be able to live the life that he has in store for you. It also translates to dwell. God needs you to dwell there. To endure, which means that you endure. Even when something's trying to get you out of there, you still stay strong and still stay there. And remain there every day of your life. And where is this? In him. In him is in Christ. But say everybody say, oh, pastor, I already know. I'm in Christ. Well, 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 let's talk. Praise God. In Christ. In Christ means in Christ, Jesus Christ as the person. As in the person of Christ. Now, that's who we are. We boned again. 
Those of us who are born again, we are in Christ. Remember the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, I got anybody in here in Christ. That's everybody that's born again. Your hand should have been up and that's you in Christ. Praise God. But see, stay with me now. That's spiritually. Now let's talk about naturally. Spiritual, because see, remember, God created two worlds, a spiritual world and a natural world. We happen to privilege to live in both. We got one foot in heaven ha, and one foot on earth. Praise God. We living in both worlds. Praise God. We are citizens of heaven while we're still walking on the face of this earth. So it's two worlds that he's talking about simultaneously. In the first world, spiritual world, we are in Christ. We are fused together with him. We are baptized into the body of Christ, baptismo, until we're immersed in, until we pick up the characteristics of him who of which we're in. We're in Christ. But that's spiritually. Now let's come to the natural world. We're not in Christ by just being in Christ. In the natural, we have to be in Christ by being in Christ. Christ is also the word of God. Because John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And everything that was made was made by him. And it was him that showed forth the glory of God, the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. He is the word of God. That has been manifested. That's why it says manifested, rendered apparent to us. Whereas we get a chance to see him for who he is. Because, because, because once he took upon flesh, we can now see him for who he is and understand what's really his. Are you listening to me up in here? So that means that when he says in Christ, he's not just talking about in Christ as in the body of Christ. He's talking about in the word of God. Because that's where most people don't stay. In a given place, state relations and expectancy. That's where they don't dwell. That's where they don't endure. They don't stay in the word, in the parameters of the word that they heard. They don't do that. And because they don't do that, they sin. Because they do that, they transgress the stated property, uh, stated boundaries, because they don't stay in the word. Now, he's writing this to an epistle to the believers. Who's he writing this to? So who's he talking to? Believers. So he's telling believers, you don't stay in the parameters of my word. That's why you sin. You don't live your life in the parameters of my word. That's why you keep making mistakes. You are in Christ spiritually, but you're not in the word that I shared with you that is stated the parameters that I gave to you to be able to live your life. You're not disciplining your life to the word that I gave you. You living way out here in left field. Excuse me, that's right field. Excuse me, amen. You living way out here in left field. Praise God, doing things outside of God's will, thinking everything's going to work out well for you, and why that ain't going to be nothing but hell for you, not the one that's spiritual, not the one that's going to be after we die. I'm talking about the one right now, because you can have hell on earth. Are you listening to me over here? And the reason why is because you're choosing to live outside of the parameters that I gave to you. You don't endure, which means you might start off in my word, but when a little pressure hit, you step outside of my word and go do this thing other than what I told you to do. Come on up in here. You know it's true. Amen. It's time to push that button back up there. Praise God. That gives me those shouting. I think this is the time we're going to need it. Praise God. Because he's telling us why it is that we still in sin and living our lives in sin. It's because we're not operating within the parameters of the word that he gives me in you. He said in verse 6, then he started talking about them. Well, why would they do something like that? I am so glad you asked. He said, whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth have not seen him, neither known him. He begins to tell them what the problem is. They haven't seen him. Neither do they know him. Now, they haven't seen him. That word seen right there means to stare at. That word seen right there means to stare at. Now, this is powerful. Why is it? Ask me why it's powerful. Why? Because remember, he's writing to believers. 
He said, the reason why they're still sinning because they don't stare at my word. When you stare at something, you look at it for a long period of time. When you stare at somebody or something, you stare at it and you look at it for a long period of time, which means you focus on it for a long period of time. Most believers just glance at the word. They don't stare at the word. Most people just blow through the word, but they don't stare at the word. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Can I teach real good? Praise God. One of the reasons why is because some churches train you to, to glance at the word rather than stare at the word. That's why they try to get you on a read the Bible in one year program. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Because, see, that's designed for you to Evelyn Wood speed read this bad boy just to be able to make sure you keep up with the date, the place that you're supposed to be, but never get the stuff that was written in there for thee. Because you're blowing past that word and rather than staring at that word. No place in the scripture does God tell you to read the Bible in a year. But what God tells you is to meditate his word, ponder his word, stay on this word. Are you listening to me up in here? Which most of the church don't do. That's why most of the church sin just like the world do too. Because they haven't stared at what God gave them to know the parameters of what they're supposed to do. When you stare at somebody for a long time, you get a chance to see them and remember them and know them. Why? Because you've been looking at them over a long period of time. But if I just glance at you one time and walk away, you can walk back up to me on another day and I don't even know that that's you. Why? Because I haven't been around you long enough staring at you. Are you listening to me? That's why people can walk out of the church and forget everything I say. Because they don't stare at the word that I give them each and every day. Are you listening to me up in here? Like the word told them to do. He told them to do this. But they don't do this. And because they don't do this, then they still sinning against him. Even though they are in him, in life, they're not in him. Because they're not within the parameters of the word. They don't stare at the word. Are you listening to me? They just do little casual glances at it. They just read right through it. Praise God. That's if they look at it at all. They just read right through it rather than stare at it like it's supposed to. You're supposed to be studying this word. You're supposed to get a scripture and stay on that for weeks. Praise God. That's one of the things that the church has done too. It's, it's, it, it, it is uh, continued that pattern of way of doing what we do. Why is that? Because every preacher wants to impress you with how much they know and impress you and keep you inside it. That's why every, work, every week we got a new message for you. Every week we got a new title for you. Every week we got a new message for you. Why? So I can get you to not stare at things, but I can get you to get a cursory glance at things and begin to start seeing things like that. It's rare to find a preacher that stay on a subject for weeks, months even a whole year. Why? Because the Bible trains you that this is how you don't sin. You stare at this. I need you to understand this concept. I need you to know this thing through and through. I need you to understand clearly what it is that God said to you. So you stay at that thing and watch them for a little while. We do that with everything. We just go real, real quick on everything. Come on up in here. We do that with our relationships. We stay with somebody for a couple of weeks and then we get rid of them for a couple, couple of weeks. Then we get somebody new and then we get rid of them in two weeks too. Praise God. We change folk like underwear. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is anybody here ever here? Why? Because you was trained in this in life. Praise God. You was trained how to do everything fast and get rid of everything quick. Praise God. You play with a toy for a minute and let go of the toy. You play with this for a minute and let go of that. Then you play with this person or let them play with you and then they let go of you. And then you're crying boo-hoo. But why? Because they was trained just like you. So they just beat you to the punch. They let you go for you. Let them go. That's all. <laughs> Hallelujah. They're like, I got you. You know. <laughs> Hallelujah. We can't even watch a program. Now we got to have a picture in a picture and we got to have a remote control so we can change it. And we can change, and, and nowadays, like, watch some of the little kids watch nowadays. It's just quick snaps of stuff, quick snaps of stuff. And they're like, Pastor, that's the way it's got to be. It's got, no, see, that's the devil training you to not stay focused. Training you to not look at something. Because you think that's boring. 
No, God said, no, that's what's exciting. Because when you look deep in a thing, I can show you more of that thing. When you look more at what I'm looking at, and then I can give you more of what I'm saying to you. God is the only, this is what I know, this way you know it's God. God is the only one that when he creates something, everything else, when you begin to go down to its lowest level, it becomes more simple. Not more God is the only one that when you go deep into God and go deep in what he made, it becomes more complex. You think everything rolls down to a cell. Go inside of a cell and look at what a cell is. It's a whole factory. It's a whole city inside of a cell doing things. It is more complex the deeper you go, not more complex the surface level. See, saints like to stay surface level with the word of God. They want to know, yeah, my God provide all my needs. How does he provide all your needs? You haven't stared at the word long enough to know how he does it. You, you want to know, come on up in here. And so because of that, we're doing the opposite of everything that it is God say because we haven't stared at what he has to say. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you, but I'm about to do some staring. Praise God. Amen. That's what God wants you to do because if you don't stare, you'll sin. You'll step outside of the stated parameters that God has in store for you. God wants you to stare at it. They haven't seen it. They haven't stared at it. But we have. Praise God. I said we have. By implication, it means to discern clearly, to discern clearly. See, the longer you stare at something, then you can discern clearly. You can separate the parts, understand what's going on. That's why people still in sin. It's because they haven't discerned clearly what God has to say about things. They haven't discerned. They kind of know what God has to say, but they, ain't, don't, they don't know clearly what God has to say. Because, see, when you know things like you're supposed to know things, you won't be subject to error. You won't be subject to defeat. See, you'll begin to learn things in detail. See, the devil hides in detail. Why? Because he knows saints don't look at details. He knows that they just want another message, another word real quick. They just want to go like that. Just give me a key word. Give me a word like righteousness. Give me a word like, like grace. Just give me a word like that. And I'm going to grab hold of that and I'm just going to run with it. You don't even know what it means. You don't even know what it's talking about. You don't even understand what it does. Where is God? And therefore, you can be deceived just like that because you don't know detail. You can't discern clearly. That's when you'll look at someone and say, well, they saying the same thing you say. No, they is not saying what I'm saying. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you can discern things clearly, you can see the devil from a mile off. Are you listening to me? Live faggot. You can see him from a line. I said it. You can, you can see him from a mile off. Blessed be his name. Because you can discern things. Are you listening to me over here? They got dogs, praise God. That can walk past a suitcase that's closed and can tell what's in that bad boy. If it's a bomb in there, they be like, there it is right there, praise God. Everybody, it's just a regular suitcase. That's that's Louis Vuitton. That's a nice suitcase. Let it go. That's a bomb up in there, praise God. They can tell what dope is. They be like walking around, they be like, oh, there it is. And then they say, ooh. That's how you can tell because the dog get woozy. <laughs> Dog be like, woo, it's some dope up in there, baby. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he can sniff it out. Are you listening to it? Because they train to do that. That's why God anoints pastors. That's why he anoints preachers. That's why he anoints folk. Trains them to sniff out the devil so he can be and be able to get that, de- get that devil up away from you when he can tell the difference. Ain't nothing wrong with that bag. Is <laughs> anybody hear me up here? But we ain't stared at it long enough to be able to. We just like that little lap dog. We just, we just, we just. Oh, this is all nice. This just all. Girl, you better go get a real dog. Praise God to know what he look, know what he looking at. Is anybody hear me up here? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does desire for you and me 
to be imitators of him. I hope that you're seeing that this door of opportunity to be imitators of him that God has opened for me and you is a door of opportunity that should definitely be walked through by me and you. A door of opportunity that we'll be so glad we walk through when we do. Being more and more like the God who loves and saved me and you. Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to be as much like him as I can be. I hope you make the same decision to do the same like me. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your New Year's resolution is to grow closer to God, I got just a thing for you. We invite all of you to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIB transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers of Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.